It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio's Eichelberger Farms of Wayland, Iowa presents Waco Basketball. We got Coach Kissel on the line. Good, welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me on here. I always like talking about Warrior Basketball. Well, we, we got a great big, you're the Round Guy Game of the Week Tuesday uh, at Winfield. But before we talk about that, go over. To, uh, I know you played at least a couple games, haven't you? Yeah, we played a couple games last week, and then we had a scrimmage over uh, Thanksgiving. We also took part in the uh, Hillcrest Jamboree the other night. So uh, could you go briefly over those games that you guys already played? Yeah, I can talk about the games. On Monday night, we opened the season with Holy Trinity. Uh, we had a pretty successful football run. I'm sure you heard about that. And so our practice time was a little limited going into that game. And it kind of showed there in the first quarter as we kind of knocked the rust off our shots a little bit. Uh, and the Holy Trinity is a very improved team. Uh, they have a nice young nucleus down there. Uh, Coach Helligy uh, is doing a great job with that program. And so uh, they put up a great challenge for us in that first game. Uh, we finally were able to extend that lead into uh, in the fourth quarter and got up by, I think, 23 at one point. Uh, we had some, like I said, our shooting came around there. Uh, Isaac Oswald, our senior point guard, hit three threes right there in a stretch. And uh, Hunter Hughes had a complete game. He had led us in scoring that night with 23 to go along with uh, six rebounds three steals and three assists. And so uh, looking at that, our team is pretty well rounded. Uh, right now we're missing a couple pieces, uh, but going into that night, uh, we had Cody Graver on the inside at eight points, eight rebounds, four blocks, Colton Lichty, another uh, junior post for us had nine points and seven rebounds. And so our post play was pretty strong and we really turned to that there in the second half. And that's what allowed us to get our lead. Uh, moving into Friday night, then we had Waffle come to town. Uh, another good team uh, trying to get some traction here under their new coach, uh, Roar, over there. And so they had some nice pieces, and they came out uh, early and stuck with us. It was 15, we were trailing 15-13 after the first quarter. Uh, and then we had a, I believe, 27-3 second quarter where our pressure just kind of overtook them a little bit. Uh, and really put the game away there as we outscored them. Then I believe in the next quarter also, uh, I think it was 20 to eight, and then the final quarter 14 to three. Uh, so again, solid game from Hunter Hughes. He had 25 points to go with uh, eight rebounds, three assists, uh, six steals, and then we had again Isaac Oswald, point guard, hit a couple. Uh, big shots for us in that stretch. It's just super active. Uh, he had five deflections and four steals of his own. Uh, his younger brother, Reese, came around in our scoring column that night, had nine points. And uh, those two guards on top of our press are just so quick and anticipate so well. Uh, they just really harassed Waffle all night, and that led to some easy baskets for us. Uh, Chase Waterhouse I had to play extended minutes as Cody Graver was ill that night, so without our 6-6 post, and Chase did a great job for us. He had 10 points 
uh, four rebounds inside and was still able to, you know, protect the rim for us, which is a big deal with our defense. And Colton Lichty uh, is coming, like I said, first game he had nine points, second game he had nine points, uh, four rebounds and four steals. He's just a kind of a crafty player. And so he's a junior this year, and he's doing a great job for us, both offensively and defensively, as we kind of have him guarding the teams, uh, usually leading score in post. He does a great job for us. And uh, we're kind of easing Mason Miller into the games right now. Uh, he's coming off a shoulder injury from football, and uh, he's gaining confidence with each game. So it's good to see. Uh, we also have Odie Stephens. Uh, like I said, he's kind of getting used to the American game, but he does just, just a great job uh, facilitating, passing the ball, uh, has great knowledge of the game. And so now we're just trying to get him up to speed with uh, Iowa Iowa basketball here in southeast Iowa. So he, he had a couple points in that second game and five points in the first game. And his role will expand as uh, he becomes more familiar with our system. So had a couple, like I said, two wins here the first week and so we're looking to roll into next week as we take on Winfield Tuesday night. Well yeah you got some uh, look he's a first uh, team all-stater I don't know is uh, Stefan Shuk is he one? In- uh, for football? Yeah. Uh, no he didn't uh, he was all district first team all district Yeah, I, mean, I think he missed like, the oh, he's a big just kid. missed the all-state. Yeah, and athletic as, as all get out I think uh, I think as the season goes on he's going to be a, a real jewel for you uh well uh you got uh, i got a, a text from scotty melvin uh he went to your game uh against buffalo and he said three things first thing he said was you, you had some players that were kind of banged up a little bit and uh that he said that he also said that you're just friggin' awesome and he just says you're just nothing short of phenomenal uh just he he, he described it as scary good uh and also, he said that there was a, a player that Wapolo had that fouled out that he thought was an amazing talent. Who was who was that kid? Yeah, for Wapolo, they have a I can't, like I said, they have a nice core players over there, uh, starting with Carson Belzer. He's a senior guard, and uh, Casey Short. Those two guys are two seniors to make up their backcourt. And then the player he was referring to was Jackson Lance, a junior. Yeah, that's what uh, he so, said. Huh? Yeah, he had, I believe maybe 16 the first game against uh, Peak and he had 10 versus us and he picked up his third foul in the first quarter and uh, I don't know if there's a miscommunication with their coach but he picked up his fourth then in the second but he was like I said he was holding his own there he had eight points in the first quarter and the Belzer kid had seven uh, and that was you know that was their lead there in the first those two kids alone and so then uh our defense kind of did a better job recognizing them, and so they only ended up with uh, six more points the rest of the game between the two. So uh, we had a nice run there against Wapolo, and you know it ended up 76-29. But uh, he was talking about right now we're missing uh, Simeon Reichenbach, who last year was a second-team All-Conference South player for us, uh, two-year starter coming into the season. Uh, he's a captain. Uh, I think he was just recognized by the Des Moines Register as on their elite all-state team. So that recognizes all classes. And he was uh, an elite all-state kicker. He kicked a 49-yard field goal this year for the team, along with being, I believe, he was an all-state running back. And so during the uh, 
semifinals game, he kind of hyperextended his knee. And so we're still, we're kind of easing him into the season, letting him go at his own pace and recover from that injury. And then against uh, Friday night, our post, our 6'6 post, who uh, was one of the top shot blockers in the state last year, Cody Graber, uh, was ill. And so he's recovering from that. And we're hoping to have him uh, up and ready to go here Tuesday as we take on the Wolves. Well, normally uh, uh, those caliber guys go down in your son. But uh, you got a lot of depth. So tell me about some of these players that are coming off the bench and how are you able to find some some minutes for some of this talent that's just sitting on the bench, you know, and while keeping your starters fresh that way. Yeah, we we really are looking at uh, picking up the pace. Uh, we really want to push the ball, and we really want to get after it defensively. So we extend it full court, and we get that rebound. We're looking to get it out and push it up the floor. And so we may not have the best two players on the floor some nights, uh, but if you go down three through ten, we're going to have the best three through ten, and we're just going to worry out. And uh, that's one of our goals is just that uh, pace of the game, just really push it up on you. And so those players that start for us, like I mentioned, the Oswald brothers, Isaac and Reese, just do a great job harassing teams at the top. Um, that allows Hunter Hughes, our point guard, uh, to really focus offensively and take charge there. Uh, like I said, we have Chase Waterhouse, who started Friday night and uh, started uh, Monday night. He's a 6'4 frame, wide body, and he just has a real smooth touch around the basket. Uh, Cody Graber, our other post that starts for us, is 6'6", just long, all arms and legs, and he just he just has a knack for, you know, see the ball, swat the ball in, on a defensive end. And so he's more pressing. He's just a presence at the end of that press. Uh, lets us be more aggressive. And we also talked about our fifth starter, Colton Lichty. Just has a knack for the ball. Just a solid player. Uh, had a shoulder injury during football, but he's uh, getting past that now. And so off the bench, uh, right now we have Mason Miller, who started for us uh, last year as a junior before rolling his ankle against Sigourney. Uh, and so we're kind of easing him back into the into that role also uh, as he is recovering from a shoulder injury suffered in the championship game. And so he's just a long athlete that just he led the state in interceptions. I think he was first team uh, all state defensive was. back. And he just back has a. Yeah, he just has a great anticipation, and he's a quick twitch kid where he'll go after it, uh, whether it's a rebound or loose ball or just that pass. And so uh, he's also handy, makes great cuts against the defense. He can read them off the ball. And so he's a nice presence off the bench. Uh, you mentioned Odie Steffenshoot, uh, just a really good competitor. Like if, if he wrestled, he probably could be an all-state wrestler. That's kind of attitude he has going into it. And Coach Pew and I have talked about that. Coach Pew, our wrestling coach here, wouldn't mind having him for a few meets. But uh, Odie's coming off a knee injury, suffered last football season. And so he survived this football season, and now we got him in uh, basketball. So I'm being a little, uh, I guess, selfish and saying, well, maybe we'll just focus on basketball. <laughs> and so he's getting, he's getting better every game. Uh, like I said, it's kind of a – just a transition to high school basketball uh, where it's not quite as uh, it's more hands-off defense. And uh, he's once he, I guess I uh, gets comfortable. He's going to be a great person off the bench or in a starting role. I could see him shifting into that if we need that position filled. And so off the bench, we also have uh, 
Clayton Miller, who's Mason Miller's little brother. Uh, he's a sophomore, and uh, it's hard to imagine somebody that has a quicker motor than Mason does, but Clayton does. He just uh, go. He's a go getter. Uh, I think he had twenty some points JV game, uh, and he just see like I said, just like Mason, see the ball, get the ball, uh, and he's just so so quick to it. And so that's another kid that if we weren't so deep this year and uh, years past, he'd probably be playing more minutes. Uh, but this is a special year for us as far as uh, numbers and talents goes. And so we're going to take advantage of that. And then we have another senior, Cole Hildebrand. Uh, again, I can't describe the, the motor he has. And when he's out there, he's just a bundle of energy. And so uh, things are going to happen when Cole's on the floor. Well, uh, this is my first uh, uh, ever going to Winfield. Uh, we've had a lot of, you know, round guy games of the week that Scotty covered. You know, Scotty's been there a lot. But uh, and this is the the one and only time all year long that Scotty and I are going to be together uh, at a at a high school game uh, before he leaves for Florida for the winter at the end of December. But uh, um, what is? Tell me about the atmosphere. What's it like? Uh, you know, as an opponent to go into a, a stadium that cannot be hard or can't be easy to get a win out of. No, Winfield has a great following. Uh, they have a rich tradition going all the way back to, you know, the 50s and 60s and then Waco consolidated in the 60s. And from that point on, there's a great rivalry here in Henry County. And uh, I think if you uh, talk to some of the coaches in the area that coach a long time, like Fred Parsons, a former coach at Van Buren, he said, you know, some of the best basketball has always been played in Henry County, whether it was uh, Clay Edwards and Jess Settles' team and that nice run Winfield had then, or Gary Olson for the Olds basketball team uh, just before we consolidated. Uh, and this year, uh, it's no exception. Clay has a great team over there, uh, very talented. Uh, we have a, I've already talked about our team. Uh, we're deep and uh, – I think we're pretty fun to watch, uh, but you can also talk, include New London as another uh, exciting team here in Henry County. And so we get to play them later in January. And so Henry County right now for 1A basketball has a lot of talent and it's just exciting basketball to watch. And so the Winfield crowd and the Waco crowd, I think are going to be in for a treat Tuesday night. Well, if you threw in some of Coach Rawson's boys, I think if you could, if you just said Henry County is one area where you can get make one team out of, I think you guys can play 5A schools. There was a lot of talent there. Yeah, and you were talking about like RSU with playing, getting playing time. Uh, that'd be a pretty deep bench if you consolidated all the schools here in Henry County. Yeah, there was a lot of talent there. Yeah, uh, we, I think we did a Henry County All-Star team last year on Round Guy Radio. It was a pretty phenomenal team. Well, uh, uh, tell me about this Winfield Mount Union team. They are also off to a pretty lightning start. Uh and, and putting a ton of points on the board, although uh, uh, Pekin seemed to play them, you know, fairly well. Uh, uh, but then again, I, I'm kind of uh, got a feeling this Pekin team might be pretty pretty good. They seem to have three pretty top flight players at Pekin. Yeah, Coach Swanson does a great job over at Pekin. I used to look at their records here the last few years. Uh, that's a product of his coaching and the kids' uh, just effort. And so I'm sure that was a – a very challenging game, and I think you'll see that Pekin will be in a lot of games like that all season. Uh, you talk about Winfield, uh, you can start with uh, Coach Edwards and uh, his two sons. You have Abram in the post and Jake out at the guard position, 
And then uh, to complement those two guys, you have this guy named Cam Buffington that's a pretty good athlete inside also, and I think he's averaging close to 26 points and probably a dozen rebounds a game. And so uh, those three guys alone are uh, kind of a matchup nightmare. They're long athletes that can handle the ball and play inside, outside. And so we got our hands full as a, as a team. And so uh, one of the things we try to pride ourselves on is our defense. And so – uh, we'll see what happens Tuesday night. It'll be like I said uh, last year. We were able to get them 49-41, I think, at home. And uh, the year before that, we were coming out of COVID and we didn't get practice all Christmas break. And all of a sudden, we had they were our fourth game, I think, in the first week of January or second week of January, and they thumped us 48-15. Uh, so they really put it to us two years ago as we were kind of recovering from a month of COVID jet lag. I, because we were shut down for the entire Christmas break. So uh, we still remember that. A lot of these kids were playing then. Uh, we were a young team. And so uh, we'll see what happens, like I said, Tuesday night. It was going to be a pretty good game with a pretty good matchup between, I think, two of the top teams in Class 1A in the state. Well, uh, I think if you took the tape measure out and uh, stepped it off there, I think it's like 10 miles apart, isn't it? It is. We're we're really close, and uh, this is one of those rare years where, since I've been coaching, either we have a really good team and they're rebuilding, or we're rebuilding and they have a really good team. And so this year, uh, this group has been battling since junior high. You know, whether at uh, youth tournaments or just in the regular season uh, on the football field, on the basketball court, uh, it didn't matter. These guys were competing, and you could see the talent coming up through. And so. Uh, like I said, if you come to the game Tuesday night, expect a full house, both for the Winfield Mount Union community and the Waco community. You're going to have a pretty good draw, I believe. Yeah, I, I'm figuring I'm going to bring a shoehorn. In case That's right. To get, up, to get a popcorn or something like that. Because, uh, well, you're going to have to get there early. You probably want to get there before the girls play because the well, that, girls that are probably like two of the is top teams. J- yeah. Is there a JV game? Is there a girls game? When, uh, what time do all the games start? Uh, the JV, the boys and girls will play Monday night. And I think the boys will be going first at uh, six o'clock, followed by the girls who will play two quarters JV Monday night. So that'll probably be about seven thirty. And then Tuesday night, the uh, it'll just be the varsity programs with the varsity girls starting at six, and the boys follow at seven thirty. And I think right now the Winfield girls are on the top fifteen, class one. And I think they're five and zero on the season. They're having a great season under their first year coach McCray and. Uh, our girls uh, dropped a heartbreaker to Holy Trinity, and they're, I believe, 2-1 and one on the season. And so, I, like I said, I think they're probably uh, the top two teams in the Super Conference North also. So you want to get there early because uh, I think there's going to be a pretty good following for them also. Well, it's going to be a great game. And and uh, Scotty and I, uh, we were looking for round guy games of the week. We, uh, we were – this was going to be it, no matter what the other things were going to be, because this is, uh, I guess it's right in what I call a, a round guy country. Uh, Wayland's like the number three market with Burlington, Mount Pleasant, Wayland. I don't know. And then uh, Morning Sun. I think the way it looks like by the numbers here, like twice as many people in Morning Sun listen than they live in Morning Sun. Uh, it's like literally – Six percent of the audience, or something like that. It's unbelievable for a town that size to have that many people listening. So I know everybody is looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, uh, 
they got the the uh, Buffington and the Edwards kids, but who else do they have uh, that you're going to have to pay attention to? Well, those three are you know top notch players. Uh, Jake, like I said, right in the wing, and Abram uh, in the post, and like I said, uh, Cam does a great job inside and outside. And so, uh, if you look at the rest of their team, uh, Carter Lloyd is a junior. Uh, and he had, like I said, some playing time last year. Now he's coming in as a junior and has really established himself as a player for them, as another option, scoring option for them. Uh, and then they have a senior guard, uh, Andrew Brown. And so he he actually hit a two or three threes against us last year. And so if he's feeling confident, he'll knock down those shots also. So they have five guys out there that can shoot from the outside. And uh, I know – Coach Edwards is really looking to speed up the game. And so off the bench, uh, he's got a couple of kids that are playing, a Hemsworth kid. And I think, uh, oh, there's, you're testing me now without my notes in front of me. Oh, but, well, that's, that's enough. They got a couple other kids that will come in off the bench. And so, like I said, our hope is to get to that bench so we can see those guys. Uh, and that's where I think we will have our most success and we can get into that. Uh, they're second-tier players where I think we have an advantage there. Well, you're listening to the Coach Kissel of the Waco Warriors, who are sponsored by Eichelberger Farms. We were so happy to to get that. They wanted to come in and, and sponsor your team. Uh, they're, they're a big part of your community. Uh, I think they provide about half the jobs in the Wayland, don't they? Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, they're a big part, and they do a great job supporting us, uh, whether it's pork burgers during our home football games or uh, other athletic events, they'll come in and also work in our concession stand uh, so our parents can enjoy the game while their workers will volunteer at night. And so, yeah, they do a great job. This community is great as far as our local businesses uh, supporting us here. And uh, like our Warrior Cast or on our YouTube channel, uh, they sponsor that. And so, yeah, that's – it's just a great community. We had our winter concert today, and the parking lot was full, and the gym was full. And uh, I'd like to congratulate those students because uh, Mr. Peck's in his first year as a director, and they get uh, Miss Rayner. She does our orchestra, and they gave a just a great performance. And so, it's something to be proud of in this Waco community. Not only our athletics, but uh, our fine arts programs. Just, just tremendous here. And you guys, you you broadcast that on your YouTube channel, that Warrior. Uh, uh, vision or, or the channel that covers your sports and, and the activities that's that's a real blessing and uh, uh, it, I really think it's a, it's an asset to the community what uh, everything that you, and you did a lot of work with it during the football season as you know uh, and, and none of it comes easy and uh, you guys do such a top-notch job and I, I just want to mention everybody involved in that because that, that makes it better and, and like you got a community that just do anything for you no matter what it is they're, they're there well, uh, I'm going to close out on, on telling you something. I don't know exactly what we're going to come up with, but I challenged uh, uh, the Sigourney and Kyoto coaches that uh, uh, I, I, we offer them three pounds of bacon to the winning coach. Oh. Uh, so I don't know what it is. It's going to be some kind of Floyd of Rosedale that's already butchered kind <laughs> of a, a, a thing, but I might get with Eichelberger Farms or something and see see what we can do. Uh, and I'll put that out, uh, what we're going to do. But uh, there's a there's going to be something to fight for. I'll let you know what it is as soon as I figure it out. 
well, we don't need any more incentive, but that'd be great. I have three coaches, and so uh, Coach McGowan, Jeff McGowan, used to coach at Winfield during their stretch. He coached Clay Edwards, so there's a little connection there that you can mention. My assistant uh, was a longtime uh, assistant coach over there, was a head coach later on. Uh, and so he was there when they made their they had their nice run there in the uh, late 80s, 90s. And so he's my assistant. He does an excellent job. And so this is a big game uh, for him too, having coached Clay, and he's a good friend of Clay. And so uh, we've got that little, not only the rivalry, but we also have a little friendly rivalry there. So the bacon on top of that, I don't know. Uh, that well, might put Coach McGowan over the edge. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's going to be uh... – it, it was a big incentive uh, uh, in the last time. So I think we'll keep doing it because, listen, we got sponsors. Uh, Swift is helping us out. Uh, Swift Prepared Foods in the Tumwa. We got Eichelberger Farms. We got Brothers Market over in Sigourney. We got the Packwood Locker in Packwood. So, I mean, it's just, it's all, it all fits in, doesn't it? I mean, it's all, that's what Iowa does. That's where Iowa's work. You know, you get a clear hand trucking or something that moves cattle around. Those are the industries. 22% of jobs in Iowa are are pork related and 13% of all paychecks in Iowa go to a truck driver. So, uh, you know, I'm proud to be part of this Iowa community and, uh, uh, I'm really proud of your team. And I, I think that we are in for a spectacular game Tuesday night. Uh, is there anything we didn't get to cover that you wanted to cover coach? No, that's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a great game. Two great communities come together to support their teams. And so I look forward to it and I look forward to seeing you there. All right, it's the round guy game of the week. There is no and there's no no brighter light to shine on a game than the round guy game of the week. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball in southeast Iowa. We are on the phone with Clay Edwards of the Winfield Mount Union Wolves uh, as we are as as they are getting ready to play the round guy game of the week Tuesday against Waco. Welcome to the program, Clay. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, uh, just go ahead and go over the first two games that you played. Uh, I know you you had a pretty good win, uh, game one, and then a, a little bit a nice win, a, a healthy win against Pekin. But Pekin seemed to play uh, uh, at least pretty well with you. Uh, so yep. just go over. I think it was L and M and Pekin that you played, right? Yeah. So last Tuesday we started off with. Uh, Louisa Muscatine at home, um, you know, and we uh, we came out pretty pretty well. I was a little worried because practice had been a little sloppy uh, the two days before that, but um, we were able to turn them over. We we got hot from three. Um, I think Andrew Andrew Brown and Jake Edwards um, made three or four threes in that first quarter between the two of them, and um, kind of jumped out and kept the pressure on and and. Uh, got a lot of guys in and up winning 86 46 that night so uh it was, it was a good way to start the season for us okay what about the next game uh peak so peak in friday night um yeah again we jumped out early uh it was 21 6 after <clears throat> after the first quarter um not so much from great shooting but we turned them over and and we're finishing at the rim and, uh, and taking it physically to the the backboard and then then we kind of um i don't know they took a little bit better care of the ball from that point on and and uh slowed it down a little bit so things it just i don't know it felt like it things just kind of sludged up a little bit and 
um, we got stagnant moving the ball on offense and and watching and um, ended up 49-33. So it was still uh, comfortable, but just wasn't like one of those aesthetically pleasing looking games. <laughs> it was the final three quarters were more of a grinded out kind of slugfest type deal. So, um, but overall, you know, they're always a good team. So anytime you can get a win against them and, and um, perform decent, you know, it makes you, makes you feel good because they're so well coached. So, uh, but yeah, um, starting off 2-0 and was, you know, couldn't ask for anything really better. Well, uh, you have mentioned to me before, and, and almost every coach I talk to about Coach Swanson at Pekin and the program that he runs, and uh, we had a, we uh, had a good interview with him. He was pretty high on about three players that he had that uh, 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 he was really kind of bank on to, to kind of improve his team from last season. Well, what did you see out of Pekin Panthers, and what do you think of Coach Swanson? Uh, well, first of all, coaches like he he always has them very, you know, very fundamentally sound. Right. They're going to do the correct things. They're going to get back on defense. They're going to, you know, play help side. Uh, they're in the gaps. They're talking. Um, so they're he just yeah, he covers the, the basic fundamentals um, very well. And his kids respond to him um, personnel wise. You know, Luke Long, their senior um you know, he's, he's, uh, was, I believe he was all conference player last year. He's, you know, an active kid. He can shoot it, take it, he'll post up some. So, um, he's a tough matchup because he can do all, all three things. You know, he'll take it, he'll grab a defensive reboard and go the length of the court and score it. So, um, anytime you have a kid, you know, I think he might be six, three ish that, that can do that. It, it makes it tough on defenses. And then, um, the, the Wolver, Jaden Wolver, I believe his name is, um, athletic, bouncy kid. You know, he's up there around the rim all the time. Um, I know he was pretty decent in track too, at high jump and some distance runs. So, you know, you can, he's a he's a deer running up and down the court. So um, you gotta you gotta make sure you stay with him. And then, uh, another kid that uh, maybe hasn't gotten a lot of as much press, um, Ben Arrett, I think is a really solid player for them. A little undersized, but he he. You know, he has to play inside, outside a little bit for him, um, but just does a really nice, nice job. And, and so, yeah, they got a they got a good core there. And then the, the guys around them, um, you know, I think they went about seven, eight deep total. But um, got a good sized kid that comes off the bench. They got shooters to surround, you know, those guys, Luke and Jaden taking it to the rim. So they can they can present some some matchup problems. Well, I'm going to ask you a little bit about your team, and everybody knows about Buffington and your two, the, the two Edwards boys there. Uh, mm-hmm. But who else do you have on that team that other people should pay attention to? Has some talent, maybe some younger players that, that uh, uh, could be the future of the program. Yeah, so our other two starters would be Carter Lloyd, a junior, um, kind of a wing type player, and Andrew Brown, our um, point guard slash off guard senior um you know Andrew shot it really well that first night he he does a good job of getting us at what into what we need and um he's he is a, a grinder like he is always playing 100 percent um giving it everything he got and Carter Carter's an athletic um long long armed uh, you know he can get up above the rim he's about six one ish um but he you know he can he's really good at taking it to the rim 
uh, finishing above traffic and um, he's he's becoming one of our better defenders so a lot of times he's going to have the other team's best kid on um, if it's a perimeter guy uh, so um, just because he can move his feet he's got long arms and he'll he'll be active then well, off the well go ahead no you go ahead I, I thought you were done okay so off the bench um, you know Caleb Giese's played well for us so far this this year senior. Um, I think he had seven in our first game, um, just playing a little more confidently, taking, taking better care of the ball. Um, so he's done a nice job for us at coming in at, at a guard. And then uh, off the bench for our big so far, we've had Max Edwards, a freshman, and Cooper Buffington, a uh, sophomore. Um, and Cooper didn't play last year, and Max was in junior high. So this is their first taste of high school ball, but um, they've done a nice job. Um, Cooper Cooper is a strong rebounder, goes and gets it with two hands, gets off the floor well, and and uh, Max again is kind of like a longer version of Carter. Um, he's got super long arms. Um, he's probably our second tallest kid on the team, and he actually he shoots it pretty well from three. So he's he's knocked down a three for us all already this year. But <laughs> so just a little better depth than what we've had here in the past. All right, well, we have the big ground guy game of the week Tuesday night with uh, uh, tomorrow night, actually, with with the Waco Warriors, who are also two and oh and had a couple impressive wins and loaded with, uh, you know, first team all state football players. So, you know, they have the athletes, they have the size, uh, they have Hunter Hughes, who's uh, uh, clearly their best shooter. Uh, uh, What do you think of this Waco Warriors team that you're going to be facing? Yeah, it's it's always a, well. Coach Kissel does a great job, so it's it's always tough when, when when you're playing with them, and they do a nice job with their, um, you know, kind of the system that they run for uh, defensively. That's what that's what makes Waco tough is they got a lot of length, um, one through five, so they're they're taking up passing lanes if they're using their, you know, their hands and arms are active. It's it's tough to find open gaps, open shots uh, against them. So you really have to take care of the ball and, and uh, find maybe find some other creative ways to, to score the bucket because of all that length and athleticism. So that it pre- presents a unique challenge that, you know, you don't see a whole lot down here with five guys that are pretty long. Um, usually you'll have one or two that are six, five or have those long gangly arms, you know, but um, so really they like match up a lot like us with, with their length. So I'd like to think we're probably the two longest teams in, at least in the North anyway. Um, so yeah, they pre- pre- present a unique matchup for us. Well, they have a player. I like to call him the pain from Ukraine, Odie Stefanschuk, who uh, is very familiar with the European style of basketball, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he's, he's learning. He's a quick learner. And he's becoming a uh, uh, transitioning into the American style, uh, at least the Iowa brand of high school basketball. Uh, uh, have you ever had a player? Uh, you, you have any any experience with that? Uh, uh, some guy that comes from a different country or something that's trying to learn a new sport? Um, not at the high school level. You know, I played with um, a couple guys at Iowa State that were international guys, and um, you know they were they were great players. You you love Meekly. Uh, Martin Rancic, you know, they're both, you know, Martin spent a little bit of time in the NBA and, you know, probably could have, but um, yeah, they, 
they come over very skilled. Um, at that point, back in that day, you had to toughen them up a little bit. But I think Odie's okay on the toughness, uh, the toughness side of it. So, um, yeah, no, it's that's a a nice thing for Waco to have a, a, a transfer student that is that athletic and and plays so well. Yeah, he learned he learned to uh, uh, move from soccer to football pretty well in a couple of years. So I'm sure he'll be able to uh, make a big contribution. Uh, they seem to have a lot of players. You know, they got a lot of players. They have first team all state football players that may not even get in their starting lineup. Is it is could that be a, a difficult situation? You have so much talent to get everybody the minutes that they deserve, or 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 the the, the put them in position so that they can contribute. Yeah, you, you know. Um... That's interesting. Like, there's a lot of different ways you can look at, you know, early in the season, uh, and I don't know how Coach Kissel feels about it, but early in the season, like getting a lot of guys playing, um, kind of limiting minutes a little bit, probably, um, probably is a good thing, I would think. Um, now, as season goes along, or you get into tournament time, um, you know, my my thought is you whittle that down and. Um, you're probably playing seven guys or something like that, you know. Um, my experience, like, you know, going through college, like we played six, maybe seven guys, and and that was never an issue. So um, I think it's more about the type of mentality of, of the kids you have um, rather than just rolling bodies out all the time. Um, but at the, like I said, at the same time, like if you can – if everybody has that mindset and you can roll – eight, nine, 10 guys out of game, uh, comfortably, then, then, um, that's, that's great. I mean, you're probably going to keep some legs a little fresher and, and, uh, you know, if somebody does go down with an injury or something, you're, you're probably not um, well, in such a bad spot. Well, we got Waco on Tuesday. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about your game plan. What are you going to have to do to, uh, to come out on top of this game? Uh, well, we're going to have to take care of the ball. Um, you know, can't throw it away against against their press. So we did that a little bit last year over there. We got careless, and um, we probably had just five, four or five careless throws or passes against the press that led to buckets for them. And then um, because of their length and size inside, we'll, we'll have to – Defensive rebound, well, can't give them second shots. Um, you know, if we work for 25 seconds, <laughs> defend in and then give up a, a, a bucket because of an offensive rebound, you know, that's that's tough. So um, got to, those would probably be the two main things. Um, and it, if we make – it would always help if we make all our shots. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have to take good shots, you know, not force, force stuff up. Uh, I'm sure there will be instances on both sides where these are two good defensive teams. So – um, hopefully we don't hear that shot clock buzzer go off a lot, but um, there there might be times where we do. Well, uh, you have played in some big games, NCAA games, uh, uh, college championship, uh, conference games, you know, big, big games on national TV. But you have never faced the spotlight of a round guy radio game. <laughs> are you are you guys prepared for all the additional uh eyes and ears to be on. Well, I on hope, I hope I can sleep tonight. Well, I'll do my best, <laughs> but yeah, it'll, no, it's exciting to, to have a big game um, early in the year, have you guys there uh, covering it. So the kids are excited and I'm, I'm sure coach Kissel and his kids are too. So 
uh, should should be fun. Well, this will be my first uh, foray into a, a game at Winfield. Uh, we've had several game of the weeks there, but Scotty Melvin always covered it for me because he 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 friggin' loves that place and likes he's he's there. That's him. That and Waco is his two favorite places to go. Yeah, <laughs> he, he always tells me you guys have this great atmosphere and you got the. He says the football team has an announcer that may be the best in the whole state of Iowa. Oh, don't don't let him know that. <laughs> no, he says he's funny and keeps the crowd going, and and uh, uh, he enjoys it. Uh, uh, I, I'm sure we're looking at a, at a packed house here, aren't we? What's that? I'm sure we're going to see a packed house. Oh, I'm sure. This yeah, one. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, We've had really good crowds the first two nights, so I'm I'm sure the Waco will pack their side, so it'll be it'll be exciting. I believe your gyms are ten miles apart. Yeah, they're not too far. I know, I know that. It's nice when you don't have to travel and get home at 11, 12 o'clock at night. So, um, yeah, that's nice. Well, uh, uh, I, I asked uh, 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 Coach uh, Kissel this question. I'm going to ask you a question. If we could just have one team out of Henry County, could we play a 5A schedule? And I'm talking New London, Waco, Mount Pleasant, Winfield. Yeah. <laughs> easily <laughs> yeah what, what's it going on in the water this way I'm, i wouldn't be afraid to take my team and go play five eight kids just my team yeah and i'm could... sure coach kissel feels the same way and i'm i'm sure coach porter feels the same way so um yeah i mean we we play those kids all summer you know on the aau circuit so uh like there's no there's no fear factor in that, like that there like we've we've our teams, AU teams, have beaten some of the the best kids in the state, and um, you know I know a bunch of the Waco kids play AU ball, and they've beaten really good teams with five A kids. So five, it's just a number in front of the A. You know, <laughs> they might have more bodies available, but that that doesn't mean they're necessarily better. Well, uh, I don't want to put any more pressure, or. But I do want to add some intrigue into this game. Uh, mm -hmm. We had our first uh, round guy game of the week was Sigur and Kyoto, you know, and uh, yep. same scenario, packed house. You need to shoehorn to get up to get a bag of popcorn. Uh, place is filled. Atmosphere is, is crazy. Uh, we had our sponsor, Swift uh, Prepared Foods in Ottumwa. They gave us three pounds of bacon, and we put it on the line. And uh, Kyoto uh, came out on top, and they took home the bacon. <laughs> uh, Eichelberger Farms, they they sponsor the Waco Warriors. I'm going to give them a call this morning. I'm going to ask them for some kind of pork product, and we're going to continue this, what I call uh, Floyd yeah. of Rosedale Butchered concert uh, Contest. Uh, <laughs> so I will let you know what, what exactly we're playing for, but there's going to be a little extra pork on the line. If, uh, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> I always like to eat, so <laughs> I'm sure Coach Kissel does too. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're – uh, I met your wife, and she told me uh, feeding you and your boys is a big chore. Yeah, it is. Takes a lot of groceries, <laughs> so we might be able to help you out there. So a little, little extra incentive. Uh there's a JV game, a girls game, and then the boys game. Can you re re remind me of when, when all the games start and everything? So the, the JV JV boys and girls are playing tonight um, because we only have the one gym. So JV boys are at 6 tonight, JV girls 7.30, and then tomorrow night uh, the girls will be at 6, uh, boys at 7.30. Um, it'll be streamed on our YouTube channel, and I'm sure Wolfcast and – 
you know, you guys will all be, be going on it too. So, um, yeah, it should be covered well. Well, uh, we are, are, are looking forward to getting into this, Jim. And uh, uh, Scotty Melvin uh, talks has talked endlessly for the last two years about this matchup and how, yeah. how exciting it is and how great it is. And, and, and two of the best communities in the state of Iowa. And uh, uh, you're, you're in, uh, you know, got to be in the top two or three percent counties of great basketball teams and players and coaches. Uh, thanks for being with us. Anything we didn't? get to talk about that you wanted to talk about no i think we covered everything all right well it was great talking to you coach i always enjoy visit with you you, you uh, uh are so concise on the uh, what's going on and a great resource for our listeners and thanks for being with us yep i appreciate it thanks for the coverage